Welcome back, everyone, to the Forgettables podcast with your hosts, Rafi Husseini, Asad Patel, and Ahmed Chima. This is, I believe, episode 93. We've been, well, not me, but the team has been constantly recording, posting, and uh, I think it kind of gets uh, crazy to keep track of all the episode numbers, which, by the way, I made a mistake of uploading twice. Sorry, different episodes with two same episode numbers, so... To all the fans and audience listening out there, that was my fault. I apologize if you had to listen to 86 twice, but those are two different episodes. So how have you guys been? Asad Patel and Ahmed Chima, it's been, it's been a while since we got back on this together. If we have fans, and they're honestly fans, I'll send them like a free fan. You know, it's just being funny. But it's it called? I don't, I don't know if we have any actual fans. Do we have any fans, Chima? Um... No one that's reached out to me saying, hey, love your stuff or anything like that. So, okay. so the fan club, um, I mean, I'm assuming they're just shy fans. What are, I mean, I, like, I, I don't know that we have fans. Do we have listeners? I think that's a different discussion. I, th- I think certain episodes we have gotten downloads and people have listened to it. I know that. But are they committed to Rafi Yasta and Chima? I don't know. Rafi, what's our topic tonight? Let's talk about. I actually have no idea. I thought we were going to talk about miscommunication. Yeah, that's that was that was that was a topic of topic. And since English is your like third language, you have a hard time understanding it. Yeah, that is true. <laughs> That is true. He speaks Urdu, Hyderabadi, and then English. Me, me no speak English good well. Yeah. When, when did you learn how to speak English? In high school. Actually, no, in school. I mean, yeah, school and high school. Chima, when did you learn English? Chima was I... born into it. He was not even born in Pakistan. Where were you born, I... Chima? Let's not get into my history. Um, no, we're not getting into your history. I'm just asking, like, when did you, like, really start speaking English? Uh, probably, like, four, four or five years old, three, four oh, years okay. old. Before school? Yeah, I mean, I grew up here. Okay. So, I mean, but you spoke English in the house. In the house. No, no. My parents never spoke English with me. But okay. as soon as I went to, like, preschool, kindergarten, okay. it's not that hard. to. I mean, when you're a kid, you just pick it up. Yeah, so you did go to preschool. I didn't go to preschool. Though. Yeah, at first you're like chappal chappal, and then in a little bit you figure out it's a sandal. You know, it's not. <laughs> so, so you know, I was I I the past few days I've been messing with people's kids. Like my friend's kid, I was at his house the other night, and I told his daughter, I was like, uh, "Do you want a minduk?" And uh, she's like, "What's a minduk?" So she asked her dad, and her dad doesn't know what a minduk is. Um, so she goes to her mom, who's from Pakistan. Like, Mama, She's like, what are you going to do with a frog? Um, and uh, what's it called? Her dad still doesn't know what a main duck is. He thinks a main duck is like the main duck. Um, so then then the other day, my yesterday, my niece was here and I told her she's only three. She's not even three yet. She's like two and three quarters. And I told her to tell her mother she wants a main duck and a katra. She tells her mother and her mother doesn't know what that is either. So then there's other relatives telling him that he's talking about uh, tortoises and uh, frogs. And her mom's like, no, you don't want a main duck. She's like, no, I don't want a main duck. 
So <laughs> language barriers can be something interesting, especially, I guess, you know, podcasting. Um, you got to know what to say. I mean, sometimes you could say the right thing, what you think is the right thing, but to a listener in a different country, it could mean something else altogether. Yeah, I, I think the conversation about getting mixed signals or getting confused started with a conversation that we had yesterday, or maybe it was something else, but Rafi, why don't you uh, get into why we actually want to talk about this and let's hit that. Yeah, so we have a group chat on Slack uh, and uh, I think Asad and uh, Ahmed Chima were discussing something in the last episode. I don't know if you guys posted that episode, but uh, as you know, I, I don't follow Gettables that well. But so they were discussing something and there was a decision made that, you know, I wouldn't be a, a uh, host, co-host anymore, rather a recurring contributor. Yeah, recurring contributor to the to the podcast. And in my mind, when I read that, the way the text was sent, it was like, oh, you know, we made the decision. It's done. Like, you have no say. Like, it's done now. There's no discussion, more, uh, no more discussion on it. But then we went a little bit back and forth. And then, you know, it was concluded that, okay, it's something that can be discussed. It's just an option. And so that's where the miscommunication happened. Or I wouldn't say miscommunication, like, misunderstanding of what was being said and probably like taken out of context because of again it was over text you know like you can't really I, tell I, people i think one of the things was it was multi-layered at the same time it was a few different things what do you mean by yeah to, to clarify right like we were first off like we sent that as a joke right like it's a job title change when like no one really cares about job titles in this situation and the discussion was actually about how me, like myself, Amachima and Asad Bhai are gonna start doing more, right? Like we have plans for expanding and actually doing more work on this podcast. And so we were like, yeah, Ruffy probably isn't gonna do anything. Like he'll just keep doing what he does right now. So we'll just tell him he's a recurring contributor, right? Like as a joke. So I sent that, like I sent a message like, Ruffy, you've been relegated to recurring contributor. It yeah, was a joke. You took that the wrong way. <laughs> yeah. And so I think this is, uh, so I, like, I want to let you kind of have uh, your moment too, but I want to, I want to talk about this because this is important, right? This has been a problem that is not new to humanity, right? Like you look at, um, I don't want to name drop any particular group of people, but when we have text, if you take it without the context, you have all sorts of atrocities being committed in the world. If you've seen the movie Arrival, right? Like the way I see the movie Arrival is that, have you guys seen it? Yeah, but uh, I don't remember. The, Asabai, have you seen I, it? I don't remember the movie, but sure, I've seen it. Asabai, have you seen it? No, I haven't. I've seen Terminal. Is that the same thing? No, no, it's not the same thing. So Arrival is this movie where like aliens show up on Earth and then half the movie they're spending, probably like a two-thirds of the movie they're spending trying to communicate with the aliens. Then when they get the message and they start to communicate with the aliens, the message they get in text, um, they the humans take it as a violent message, right? Mm -hmm. And so that starts international war and all this stuff. <laughs> and so like the way I see it, right? Like the aliens are a metaphor for any divine sacred text you can say in the past, right? Like you take the Quran, you take the Bible, whatever it may be, right? Like this is from 
outside of this world. And it's coming, and the purpose is to guide humanity, right? And the, the purpose of the aliens was also to guide humanity, right? And so what happens is it's like a very slight change in the words and just understanding the context, like understanding the aliens. So the lady that was actually communicating with the aliens and was actually getting the messages. So the people in China and right, Russia, they were just getting it through like machines or whatever. But then there was this lady in America who was actually communicating, like she was touching the hands of the aliens and like, you know, she was like really intimate with the aliens. And so she knew when the message came, like when the typewriter said like, hey, this is the message. I forgot what it was, right? But like she knew that, okay, you're taking this in the wrong context. This is not a violent message. They're trying to say tool instead of like uh, weapon, right? Like tool and weapon can be used interchangeably. You know what I mean? In some context. And so the the word that was used was weapon. And that's like a trigger word for humans. But for the aliens, they don't know that, right? And so this is the same thing that happens. Like if you look at, and I, I can speak to our tradition because I'm most familiar with it, but like really you have a lot of people that take certain segments, take little pieces and bits and information, and they don't take the context, right? They don't understand that you also have to take a look at the life of the person and how they interact with the world when you are interpreting these texts. And then what you get is mass confusion, mass chaos, and just like the opposite of everything that the person stood for, right? And so bringing it back to like us, like today, how that's relevant is like, when I send them, like when Asifai sends a message in a chat, I know 9.5 times out of 10, he's not serious. It's very rare that like he sends something that's like he's actually trying, you know, like it's a serious conversation. You know what I mean? Like just the way Asad Bhai is, I know him after, you know, spending some time talking to him, understanding him, like I've listened to his podcast a little bit, he's serious on there. But when his text communications, when he's talking, and even when we're talking on the podcast, you guys probably hear it. Like you guys probably know when Asad says something, he's just gonna be like hating on Ruffy or hating on me and it's just be like a joke, right? And so, when he says a text message, I should know because it's Assad that, okay, I need to take this with a grain of salt. Like, for example, I think another good example, if you guys want to understand this, is the movie 12 Angry Men. You guys seen 12 Angry Men? Oh, come on, man. That's a classic. I... It sounds like, it sounds like a Mr. board. Who's it's, actor? it's very, very similar to that. So like 12 Angry Men, it's, it's literally like, dude, I'm telling you, you watch it, you're going to be like, oh my God, that this is exactly what it is. But the thing is, the main character, uh, let me give you guys the context of the movie. The whole movie is in a room and literally it's just 12 Angry Men talking. You might think, okay, that's not really going to be an engaging movie, but let me give you some more context. The 12 Angry Men are discussing the verdict of a... Uh, so they're all part of a jury and they're discussing the verdict of a guy who um, essentially the, the witness said, this guy said, I'm going to kill you. And, uh, you know, he, he was seen running away. And so if you know, like the jury system, the jury has to come to like a conclusion. They have to be aligned on that decision. So when they do the vote in the beginning, like if you just had that context, right, we, they did the vote in the beginning. 11 people said the guy's guilty and then one person said he's not guilty or not not that he's not guilty but we need to discuss this more the case is not closed so throughout the movie he discusses and convinces all these guys that listen when someone says i'm gonna kill you 
like it doesn't mean they're actually going to kill you right you know what i mean like and then when you, it could just be he's running away from something else like he really takes time and what happens is what's like, i think the climax of the movie is like the guy that was super adamant in the beginning that hey this guy's guilty he's guilty for sure he ends up getting so pissed at the other guy that he says i'm gonna kill you <laughs> right and so then he realizes oh my goodness like i'm not actually gonna kill you and then he kind of like flips sides and he's like okay you're right like maybe this guy's not guilty or whatever or maybe we need to you know uh take a look we at the consider. evidence again or whatever yeah and so the the point being right like I, I say all this to say i mentioned two movies you know all this stuff i say all this to say this misconstruing or misunderstanding of the communication that the other person is saying is as old as time itself right like this happens and and it has severe consequences right like in the example of 12 angry men right like that was a movie but how many times do you think in real life something like that happened where someone got a life sentence because the communication was misconstrued or like it wasn't understood properly right and so coming back to podcasting coming back to like working with a team it's very important and this is a principle like i don't know where it stems from but like the principle is that it's not about the message you give it's about the message that the other person takes right so now that message it was pro it was my fault right like i should have made sure Ruffy understood I assumed some things. I assumed that because we're in this chat, because we have a joking kind of atmosphere and we're always joking, if you scroll up, it's like literally just like jabs at each other for like uh, like days. You know what I mean? I, and then it's I, like, think, I also think the recurring contributor joke has been said many, many times. Yeah. So, I mean, regardless, like I should have, I should have made sure that when I send that message, I need to make sure that Rafi understands that that's a joke. Right. And now, on Ruffy's end, he also has to take the time to understand the context. Like, okay, I know I'm a team. I know like randomly, he's not just gonna relegate me to, he's not gonna like, like cut me out of a process, cut me out of a team without actually talking to me or consulting me. Like you should know someone's character at that level. Like, okay, look, he, this is not his character. This is not something he would do. This is out of character, out of line for this person. You know what I mean? That's why like when people, misconstrue these things like for example we take the prophetic tradition when people misconstrue those things it's like it's obvious like look this is not fall in line with the character that i know of this person right and so you doing that is not acceptable and so those are my two cents i i know i i'm back to hogging the forgettables podcast i'm sorry about that but uh no I'll, so I'll it over to you that's guys. The, thing, right? the point that you made and that's exactly the reason why i wanted to like come back and like I would say, I guess, reassess what I said, because knowing you, that's what kind of like threw me off. I was like, this is not Chima, you know, like, but the fact that he made that decision, I th but it wasn't just you, though, it was you and us. So I figured, okay, it's not your solo thing. Maybe you guys discussed it. And that I was like, okay, that makes sense. It might have been, you know, that, okay, this was a decision. And I didn't, and I didn't show up to the podcast. And maybe that was a decision made. But again, that was a thought in my mind that this is not something that you would just do it over the text. And second thing, like the recurring thing that kind of like got me was because we, we were having a prior discussion about like how we're going to split responsibilities and how, um, you know, if I'm not able to do it, which I told you, you know, if I'm able to do it, sure, 
I can be a recurring contributor. But then within that discussion, while we were having that discussion over text, nothing was done and said at that point. And then suddenly, you know, this this episode happened, you and us had met, and then you're like, oh, you're a recurring contributor. So at that point, I was like, okay, what? Like, literally, these guys just were, these guys were like, literally talking about discussing that. And now they discussed it without me and just made the decision. So you see, like, from the context perspective, like, there's just, like, as I think as I mentioned, there's, like, some layers that kind of, like, went into it. But in the end, as you mentioned, like, it was a complete, like, I took it out of context. And I guess on your end, I don't know, I wouldn't blame you for it. It was mainly, like, my thing that I took it out of context. But if you think that, you know, you could have explained to me, that's that's your thing. But in that, I think that's that's really where, where my mindset was when I approached that or, or, or I said the things because I was like, okay, like, what's happening? And we were about to discuss, we didn't. And knowing Chima, you wouldn't really do this over text, but I guess because Asad was there, you had, you know, had a second opinion, kind of whatever, and made a decision. Yeah, I think one more thing that's worth noting is, especially if you've listened to the podcast episode from yesterday, one of the jokes we made on the podcast was about relegating people to recurring guests. You remember that, Asad? Like, we were talking about, like, yeah. the reaction of my other co-host when I made that joke to him. Yeah. Right? And so I think... Well, he's just lost. Yeah, exactly. And so I think uh, you not having that context, right, it probably plays a factor. Like we were, we were joking about that. Like we were saying, like on on the other pod, you can go back and listen to it. But real quick, on on my other podcast, I I was interviewing some people, and uh, they were like, "Hey, don't you have a co-host?" And then I was like, "Yeah, he got. Uh, he's just a recurring guest now." And so I, well, I um, she I, told me that. Yeah, I texted that to the guy, and he was like, at first he's like, "LOL." But then like like half an hour later, he texted back. He's like, wait, actually? And then I just said, LOL, after that. And like another like half an hour later, he's like, but actually? And I was like, you know, I was just like, you know, messing with him. But uh, that's kind of like, that's kind of what started this whole conversation. I was like, yeah, let's do it to Ruffy. But, but yeah. But, the, uh, but in this case, the other guy, I don't know how he took it, but he actually is a recurring contributor now. No, he still has the co-host title. I know, but I'm saying in a way that, oh, going back to titles. So I didn't care. I mean, for me, it wasn't, the title wasn't the issue. Uh, it wasn't even the issue. It was just for me, it was more about like making the decision without discussing. You know, like I, I, I don't care about titles. Like, it's just not like you're demoting me and you're cutting my paycheck, you know? So for me, it was like, it's okay, cool. I don't care if I'm a recurring contributor, but I have that's what I was like okay why am I not part of this discussion kind of deal <laughs> that's, that's what it was yeah no I, I get that but yeah I think what are let's uh, why don't you give us some tips on how we can um, uh, make and sure during our podcast how can we decipher your emojis in communication that's, my communication is a communication of its own um, nobody has been able to figure out um, what's it called how it works and I'm thankful to my wife. She tries, but she's not able to either. Um, but as far as my communications and my emojis and stuff go, don't 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 bother. You're you're not gonna make it very far. <laughs> but what's it called? Um, how to do communication better over text? Honestly speaking, there's certain things which can be discussed over text, like list, tasks to do, um, having light discussions. But if it's something serious, honestly, it has to be either over the phone or best in person. 
we're let's, let's talk we're, about that right like let's people that are doing podcasts like how can they make sure that if i'm interviewing someone how do i make sure i'm getting the message that they're trying to give and not just what i think they're trying to give i mean over the podcast like if you have a guest yep yeah i mean you know just it needs to be if it's if it's something that's layered, it needs to be opened up, you know, level by level. And, you know, so a person can get an understanding. For example, if you ask somebody, this is a very basic question. Um, not a basic question, actually. This is a question which most people will get asked sometime in their life. What do you want in a wife or what do you want in a husband? Well, somebody would be like, well, I want somebody, you know, for example, if it's a man, they'll be like, well, I want somebody who is very, very pretty and uh, she understands me. Now, very pretty could be an open definition and people have different uh, opinions or different uh, views on what is pretty or what is beautiful, or many people have different opinions on what is understanding. So you'd have to slowly, slowly peel it apart for it to make any sense. So certain discussions like saying somebody has been relegated to a, you know, a contributor um, for some people be like, okay, whatever, I don't care. For other people who are invested to a certain extent, they'd be like, why? And if you try explaining over text, it may not make sense, but then you'd be like, okay, well, you won't be able to take care of certain tasks. For example, mm -hmm. there's certain things you may not want to do. So it's better if you just contribute on this end rather than you being involved on that end. And then they may understand because you explained it to them and you opened it up for them. But just sending a text message and saying, well, you've been, you know, you know, relegated to uh, backup goalie or something like that. It may not make sense. They may take it the wrong way. But when you explain it and you tell them the statistics behind it, they like, oh, okay, it makes more sense. Now. So that's, that's all it is. You know, you just got to make sense for the other person. Yeah, thing. one thing uh, I think what I'll add to that is that if you have a guest on, um, number one is as a host, you can't beat around the bush, right? Like if you have a question, you got to ask it. And so this is something that I struggled with, not on like most of my podcasts, but on one of my podcasts that I have with someone like one of my teachers, it's like you have a little bit of a formality where like, oh man, I don't want to ask too many questions, but it's like you have to. Right? especially on a podcast, your, your goal is to understand the topic or whatever it may be. And so you have to be open to asking questions and being comfortable uh, just diving in, like I said, I mentioned. The second thing I want to talk about is, and this is something I use at work, man, and it works like so amazingly. It's like literally when someone is saying something, take the time, it takes like 10 seconds, summarize what they said and be like, all right, so you're saying, so I said, you just mentioned uh, you know, peeling the onions and you want people to really stay on the topic and go deep. Is that, is that what you mean? And yeah. I'm like, yeah, he shakes his head. And then what happens is two things. Number one, like you get the message. Number uh, three things, I would say. Number two, you buy yourself some time if you want to think about something. Number three, and most importantly, is the guest or the person on the other end feels like they're being listened to. Like, they're like, oh my goodness, like this guy's really taking in what I'm saying. And I do this at work. And so like, you know, like you, you do it with your managers and stuff like that. And they're just like, man, this guy is really listening. Like he really understands me and like gets me. I'm like, yeah, like it's, it's, a, it's a good tactic. And it doesn't take that much effort. I would recommend it uh, no matter what you're doing. Even on your podcast, you may not need it. You don't need to do it all the time. But 
especially if there's a topic or something that might be confused. And especially like if your manager is telling you work and they're telling you like four or five different things, you want to take the time to be like, okay, number one, I got, you want me to do, you know, the accounting for this. Number two, you want me to do, uh, pull the data for X, Y, Z, right? And so that way, you know exactly what you need to do. You're not doing too much. You're not doing too less. You're doing exactly what they want you to do. And they feel like you're listening to them. So that's uh, the key lessons for today. Uh, thank you all for joining. We'll see you next time.